0: Welcome to the Pelvic Health Podcast. I'm your host, Laurie Forner, a physiotherapist working in pelvic health as well as a new student researcher on the fun, long road to a PhD where we will be looking at pelvic floor problems and exercise. I am here to bring you information from leading professionals on all aspects surrounding pelvic health for any gender and any age, from the vast range of pelvic floor problems to exercise and sport. Remember our disclaimer, materials and content in this podcast are intended as general information only and should not be substituted for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.
1: Hello, it's Eliana Fauna here, and you are listening to the Pelvic Her- ELF Podcast. Today we are talking to Jenny Burrell from... Burl Education to discuss what you need to know to run your very own business and how you can learn more with her Burl Education Business Hub mentorship. Just to let you know, I'm your host, Eliana Fauna, and I hope you have a great time listening to the Pelvic Health Podcast. For those who don't know Jenny, she is the head of Burl Education, one of the UK's leading edge educators in the field of modern pregnancy, post baby, third age, peri to post menopause, and female fitness, wellness, massage and bodywork therapies. I hope you enjoy this episode. Here is Jenny and my mum, Laurie Fauna.
0: I wanted to focus today on the business side and the business content because I think um, at least as a physio, but I would assume as fitness professionals and other professions as well, um, that it's just not something that we learn a lot of, or that we focus on, or that we concentrate. Like we, I don't remember ever learning about business in physio school, which is funny because I never worked in a hospital. I've always been private practice. Um, And even when you're working for people, I still think there's so much that we need to know. Um, But with the, other than the business stuff, you have so many other online courses and content as well. So do you do any face-to-face now, or is it all online?
2: Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. So all of the soft tissue courses, the massage courses, yeah, those are all in person. So we have pregnancy and postnatal massage therapy. Then we have scar, hysterectomy, scar recovery um, and c-section scar recovery those are on in person and then we have the foundation kind of pregnancy and postnatal exercise courses in person so i do el- uh, nine weekends sorry nine weekends a, a year in london and then a couple for the holistic core restore program so about 11 weekends a year yeah
0: okay and how many courses do you have online <laughs> do you know <laughs> Yeah, well, I
2: I think we now, I I, I actually, yeah, I'd have to look at my other screen, I don't know, I think about 15, I think. Wow. I think we have a total of, no, possibly more than that, I I would have to look at, I think we have a total of about 20 20 courses. Okay,
0: Oh, look. so many of them have been on my list for years, and then, I don't know, something comes up where you're just like, oh, I really want to do it, but maybe... I'm not sure, and then when I saw this business, one came up. It has been on my mind for years. When I'm like, I just don't understand enough about business. I hate money. I, I well, I like having money, but I I don't
2: uh, see. and Laurie, <laughs> That statement there. It is that that we erase. Literally, yep. we have to erase with people. bill or or not, and not actually erase. We need yeah. to. We need to, to talk about the origin. Of that statement, where you learned that, because it, it's it's inert. It has yeah. there is nothing. If you pick up a piece of a, a note, you know a twenty dollar note or whatever, it's nothing. It is a piece of paper. How has it become so loaded with emotion that you can actually say you hate that thing? how is it and that's that's what we we challenge people with so where's that come from and usually it's about the way that you were brought up and then your messaging around around money um and um yeah and so for a lot of people that then becomes an amazing turnaround for them because they have it's almost like that feeling that thought is like in their blood you do know that that there is just a thought and it's a thought that you can very much change. You know, I grew up with a, uh, you know, in very modest circumstances. And, uh, you know, we didn't have money. Uh, you know, literally, kind of, money runs out on Thursday. And we get shopping on tick. And then my dad gets paid on Friday. And then we pay off the slate. The slate is the, what, the bill that you've racked up. And then we start again. So, you know, I grew up with very, very little. But... I I think I have transcended that original programming. That's that's the thing. You no matter how you grew up, no matter what you grew up with, you can and and definitely growing up with less, growing up with less, you can transcend that original programming. You absolutely can.
0: So this is where. So I have only done um, the one month, which in your business mentorship program, you you say, like, you sign up, you get the first month free, and then it's a certain amount mm-hmm. afterwards. Um, the only reason mm. that I only stuck with the one month, because I had learned so much already, All of these circumstances and what was happening with the business had a very kind of dramatic and sudden change. And I went, okay, I need to stop this, work on this. And as soon as this is settled, which happens this week, um, then I'm going to join back in. Because just that one month, those modules that I started going through and exactly what you're saying now how actually the first part is you... in order to work on your business and the comfort with money and all of these things and I thought you know there there was just so much content and then you know you have all this um, extra content besides you know some of the PowerPoint presentations then there's all the the Facebook information and just the way that you had laid it out I just thought it was absolutely um, brilliant but yes I listening to some of the things that you were saying you're like oh yeah i i just want to treat people for free but <laughs> we can't do that and why do i feel like that like that doesn't make any sense and that's not putting value on myself and
2: for many people you know it's a conversation that i'm having over and oh we have this conversation and michelle Lyons is part of the mentorship we're having this conversation over and over and over again and ultimately what i want the listeners to 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 truly know without a doubt without a shadow of a doubt whatever whatever you're programmed with now you can delete it you can delete it maybe the delete gets done automatic like a you know one hit, or eventually you outgrow that programming and that's what drove me to create the mentorship because I was selling these courses and then I would see the students in my feed and it would be, they're selling it too cheap, it, their, their artwork looks crappy, their website's horrible, you know, it was just all, it was like, oh, sorry, I didn't, sorry, I thought that if you were then going to buy the course, you would have all the business stuff sorted and obviously that's not true. Um, and so this was very much about kind of like almost like completing that circle of care for the students. Yeah, we'll give you the education and then we'll show you how to do it. When I first started, I thought having the education was enough for people then to be able to use it and create something that was professional.
0: No, we like people to tell us exactly what to do, especially when, you know, and it's something that you had said that, you know do what you are good at so what you are not good at you should be outsourcing because you should focus on the part of you that you are really good at and that's where um I find this whole business side of things that I went well I'm not good at the business I don't understand it enough I need to learn from somebody else who knows about it in order to work this all out because I can't work it out myself
2: yeah okay so there is absolutely your business uh you know as the, do stay in your zone of genius, Yes. okay, but you as a physio, your zone of genius also must include business acumen. It yes. has to because only you can say, only you know the concerns of the people who you want to um, uh, be your customer and only you can really drive the marketing. So we have a, we, there is a big team here behind me, um, but I am the driver they don't know yes. about yes. you know they, they are great at infusion software, they're great at, at, at artwork at um, graphic design so we have to go in there and um, and, and direct and direct yeah yeah. And, so, yeah so your zone of genius yes it is the physiotherapy yeah but it's only you that can direct the team and absolutely we need to literally delete all unnecessary activity so <laughs> you know as i always say you know i have not done the housework for maybe two decades yeah it's like what the hell i got a job man i got a. in fact i've, I've got a couple of jobs you know business wise i'm also a mom i'm also a wife where in the world am i gonna pull time from to do ironing. I don't do ironing. What the hell? Wasting my life doing ironing. And it's a thankless task because she'll tell you what, it arrives again next week. (laughs) So so look, it's just like you know, if you want to be a woman in business, you need to put down some of this crap that you think that you should be doing. And a lot of us are we're doing all sorts of nonsense around the house. Oh my God it's just like just get focus offload get it all off your plate focus on your business your husband your kids end of
0: yeah and that's what prompted me to work out the automation system so because I've got one practice where I am in the city I've got receptionists they pretty much do everything but one of my other practices I have to do the booking I have people email me you're emailing back and forth about how to book in and payments and all of this stuff and that's when you're just like I'm like oh focus on what I'm good at if you can automate it then pay the extra money to have that done because then you have all of that extra time and I'm like why couldn't I just why didn't I think of that (laughs) why didn't I push myself there but that's again where I found your course so helpful and you talked about um that you know a lot of this or the original part of it was people who were developing online courses and helping them with their thought process and their product um but you Mm -hmm. have had a couple physios who you know it's not just about online courses it's really oh no yeah
2: there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of physios you know because they come in because of, then Michelle can help them more but yeah it's about like you have no systems if there is something that a you are doing over and over again that can be systematized if there is potential for automation it can you you must automate it and if it's something that you can teach somebody else to do within your business you must teach somebody else to do that
0: in your first I think it's the first module. You talk about the essentials. Right? Yeah. Is that right? The business audit. Where are you with the essentials? Yeah, yeah. Um and yeah. you I like how you have broken it down and then you kind of go through each of those essentials. Can you talk a little bit about some of those essentials that and why it's kind of within that very first module? Why are you getting people to think about that initially?
2: Yeah, I do that. And it's almost like a shock tactic. It's just kind of like, hello, you want to run a modern business. Okay. Do you have a website? Have you got a functional website? Actually, that's the question. Okay. Um, Do you actually know how to use Canva or Word Swag or whatever? Do you have the means by which to create output? to put onto social media do you have a facebook page a business page do you have the facebook pixel on said website do you have an instagram account okay so for many people that there just those first few bits they're like oh gosh no
0: so no why we, do we uh, need all this <laughs>
2: Uh, well, Lorie, <laughs> if you want to sell to people in 2019, uh, you need to look lively. And but do you that... think
0: physios think of them, or at least I know I keep calling physios because that's what I always think in my head, but do you think that we're thinking of ourselves as selling something? we we're, he- we're, yeah. we're helping people. <laughs> we're not selling anything. We're just helping them. <laughs> I think a lot of people think the way that I do, or maybe I'm just on my okay. own. Okay.
2: You're right. You are selling people the solution to uh, the the problem, the health issue that they have. That's what you are selling. Now, I don't know why that that word sticks in people's craw. I don't know why that word just jams people up. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm selling stuff, right? And I sell with a whole load of heart. And to tell you what, I also think of what I do as sharing. I'm sharing my stuff as well. But ultimately, I don't have a flipping problem. And I think everybody just needs to get over the thing of selling. You can sell like a sleaze bag, or you can sell people things that have great value. You're giving them great value. It solves their problems. And you do it in a heartfelt way. Hmm. You can be a shitty seller or you can be somebody still after a transaction. You do want to take money off them for your work, but you can do it with heart. What's the problem here? What is the problem?
0: I don't know. Again, it'll come back to who we are as people and what our upbringing was. And I think, again, Because I have, I haven't done enough of, um, gone through enough of the talks, but I do know that some of your discussions you've had with other people address this and that it's quite helpful as well. Just to start asking yourself some questions about why do I keep feeling this way? Why am I uncomfortable with this? Um, When you say, um, being kind of a shitty seller, so if we come back yeah. to social media and website, so if people don't have these, what happens? Like, what is wrong with not having all of them? Why do you have to have all of them and not just one? Why can't you just have a website?
2: How <laughs> I, don't, I actually it's somebody has never asked me before. It's kind of like how how are you going to advertise? How do you advertise? Because these are now the universal, these are the, these are like almost like the, the basic levels of, of reaching people, those mm. two things. You know, I didn't say now Pinterest, now Twitter, now LinkedIn, now Snapchat. Now I didn't say that. I just said Facebook and Instagram. Boom.
0: Yeah.
2: All of your yeah. people. And be website. Honest, both. And website. Both of your, you know, the website is just your shop. Yeah. You, the website is your shop front. Yeah. Yeah, your website too. And you need the website to be functional, i.e. your sales pages on point. Otherwise, you will always get people messaging you needing to know more to know more. Virtually, I speak to nobody in order for them to make a purchase. Nobody.
0: Is there, is there anything that you find over and over in fitness professionals, anyone that you come across with business that people are all making that same mistake? Because there's something that you find people are just not getting right.
2: Yeah, I think it's the aversion to to aversion to marketing. Hmm. They they feel as if they're being too much if they're too present, or for some people they think they're above it all. Their skills, their degree, their whatever they've learned that that's simply enough to carry them. It's not. It's not. You've got to also show people how you can help them. You've got to put yourself in a position where you're top of their mind for that thing. And also, you've you've worked so hard to learn all of this stuff. Go show people how you can help them and change their lives. I don't really understand why people don't think it's their job to market what it is they went to learn.
0: I guess How, I, I wonder if some people don't think like if you work for somebody else, maybe mm. do people still feel like they don't need to do it because they're working for someone else and they just have to show up every day?
2: Ah, uh, yeah, okay, so that's it. So I call it being institutionalized. Mm. So um, <laughs> I have never, I have never had a job for somebody else
0: mm. apart
2: from like being a student and doing yeah. like temporary work. So I've never, all my working life. I've worked for myself but I know that many of the physiotherapists are in they work for like in the in the UK for the NHS they work for mm-hmm. somebody else now you are getting money respectfully not based on your performance mm-hmm. or your capacity to market what you do
0: yeah
2: and so that is the problem so you are uh, your those skills haven't been attuned and sharpened because you haven't, you don't need them. You don't need them if you're always going to get the paycheck, whether you solve the problem or not.
0: Yeah. And I think I had, I had fallen into that trap, I think initially, because when I, I never worked for a hospital, um, but I did work for other people. But then when I went, cause I did just general musk stuff. And then when I went down the pelvic women's health side of things, um, mm. I had to run things myself because there wasn't a lot of opportunities at that time when I changed. Um, but over the, over the years, when I've slow, when it's slowly just become me, I've never, um, I I feel very fortunate because people have fallen on my doorstep without putting a lot of effort in, but I do feel like I want to make more of an effort and you have weeks where like people cancel and everything's, um, you know just kind of goes to shit and you're just like oh my god I suck what's wrong with me what's wrong with my business and that was I think another part that made me reach out to you and what you were doing because I never had a cancellation policy Ooh, I know wow. and I'm not kidding I just implemented it a month ago yeah I'm kind of behind the, the times and the second I did it like it's I, it, I have not had one person cancel since and it was happening, like, you know, you go through these periods where it would happen so much and last minute, and you're just like, you know, but there's always a good excuse and you feel bad for them. And <laughs> I know. so your course helped me do that, too. And again, that's only within three weeks, like I barely got yeah. to do so much of what you have to offer. And it there were so many things that made such a big difference.
2: It's just about, but Laurie, you know what? When you are booking something, when you are entering somebody else's business, they have these policies mm-hmm. in place, which you abide by. Yeah,
0: and I'm okay so, with that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and you're okay with that. Why are you not having these policies? And again, it goes back to the thing of, I think, being a health professional. <laughs> there, and a health professional without that, uh, um, that combination of all, also seeing yourself as a business person means that you know, somebody says, well, oh, I don't feel so, you know, or oh, the cat died or whatever. You know, I, I, don't, I had a headache this morning, whatever it is, you know, they took the space of somebody who else who could have come and paid. And it's just like, OK, this is it. There's a, a there's a big there's a saying that I say all the time. We teach people how to treat us. Mm. We teach people how to treat us so if your clients are cancelling and and with with no no time no no uh, possibility of fitting somebody else into that session if they are doing you it is because you are teaching them that that's okay Hmm. and now you've taught them oh that's not okay anymore and they have stopped doing it you've taught them how to treat you
0: yeah i haven't had to follow through yet but i'll get to that (laughs) i'll get there um but that and that's like and I I don't doubt that I am not the only person who feels like this and who does this which is why I really wanted you to come onto the podcast to talk about this and to highlight what you are doing and how you are helping people because I do really think that it is um is important what has been kind of because how long has this business mentorship been running is it just this year
2: Um, in this format yeah uh, yeah this year but then last year we started first of all we did 12 weeks and then we did eight weeks because we I was challenged to think could this be continuous Mm. Um, and um, but like I took August off both myself and Michelle took August off and we there was an there's another guy that teaches with us Adam Daniel and he then manned the post for yeah. August for August. So it was good for us to know that we could take that take a month off. Yeah. Because you just can't keep going like a train. But um yeah, it's been going, yes, yeah, so this is our second year. And um, you know, it's growing. It's 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 growing. I think people are realizing that there is so much more to running a business. And whether you're creating something online or you're cre- or you're working in a bricks and mortar in person business, it's just like you know what you'll only be as sane as your systems and without your systems and automation you're going to be a basket case because you will be repeating things you will you you it'll just be muddled it'll yeah. be muddled
0: what do what do the other people in your team like what do they bring to it what does Michelle do and what does I think you said Adam is that is that right
2: yeah, yeah. well the well obviously Michelle is used to the, <laughs> dealing with the physios who are uh, interesting <laughs> in their in their business acumen but also you know it's a different style of coaching it's a different adam is so i always say when i grow up i will like to coach like adam you know, he has done like a master's in this kind of stuff, you know, and he's very considered and and you know he'll do that thing of so what do you think you should do about this, Laurie? Okay, whereas I just say, Laurie, oh my God, what what is wrong with you? This look, <laughs> we need to fix. This, okay, so we we. I think what we bring to it is everybody coaches in a different way. Like Michelle is so, uh, she has a very strong maternal instinct and she's very kind of like, you can do this, Laurie, you can do this. I'm like, "Uh, hello, you can do what you want. (laughs) So uh, I think, and especially as we do one-to-ones with people, then they do gravitate to the person who speaks Mm. to them in the way that they they feel is that suits their personality not everybody wants to be coached by me because it will be like um well I told you to do that last Monday what it's like now a whole seven days later what are you doing what were you doing for seven days (laughs) <laughs> and not everybody likes that heat. Whereas I love that heat. I lo- and and when I have coaching, I literally I need time. I need uh, um, I need a time limit to produce. I, yeah. I work you well know, under pressure, so I can't have. Oh, what do you think, Jenny? I that doesn't work for me. It's like I need somebody to say this, this, this by yeah. this.
0: Yeah. which is what a lot of people need. Um, so if you're not doing the 8 and 12 week, what's the advantage now of having it kind of on a monthly basis? Like what, why did you switch be- to that model? Because
2: if somebody says, I hate money, hello, that's not going to be turned around in 12 or 8 weeks. And sometimes <laughs> it might take 12 months for somebody to finally, undo that it's an unraveling i always say that working on your business you also work on yourself to be able to have a successful business you've got to if you have those limiting beliefs you've got to work on those as well otherwise you cannot go forward it's all as well things like i need to do everything which is like the biggest load of bs ever because guess what there are a whole load of people who can do what you want to be done faster yeah. with much more efficiency than you can, and so that letting go is also growth. You know, there are many things that I do not have anything to do with, and it's not like I don't know how to do it. Like the other day, I needed a PayPal button doing, and I actually said to my assistant, Oh my god, I think I've um de-skilled myself because I can't remember how to make a recurring PayPal button but then I just said, of course you somewhere in your head Jenny it's still there go into PayPal work it out and I and I made it so but and in the beginning I did do everything and then I realized that I just can't and or I'd be dead and so then that letting go let go of let go of things that other people can do faster and better
0: Yeah, which you touch on um, virtual assistants, too. Is that what they're called? Yeah, about which is a relatively new term that I had not really heard of before. Um, But I do like how you you talk about, you know, their usefulness and, you know, finding somebody you trust. I didn't know about them. I never heard of it. I'm like, what's a VA? What are you talking about? I don't know. Maybe that's an Australian thing.
2: All of of the team here are... Yeah, well, actually, you would think that Australia would have that nailed because it, because it's a big country. Um, it's very spread out, isn't it, in terms of population. But They could. Um, it's just
0: I don't know about it. <laughs> Everyone else oh, probably uh, knows about it. Yeah,
2: but everybody here uh, – sorry, my team is all yeah, virtual. I
0: guess
2: so, yeah. There's some people – okay, my web guy that I've had for over a decade, I've only seen him ever once. I met him at a party in the kitchen once. Yeah. Um, I've never met the woman that does the artwork for Borough Education and actually in person. And I've never met the woman who does the artwork for HCR in person. My virtual, my PA, I've met her once. The lady who does all the kind of money stuff and infusion stuff, I've met her in person twice. You know, many of those relationships. Are years long. But as I said, web guys like a decade. I've met him once at a party ten years ago. You know, so <laughs> uh, yeah. So we've got. Uh, I I think it's the way of the world. But yeah, it's difficult yeah. to find amazing people who also you can trust yeah. with your uh, the financial side as well. That's huge.
0: But this That's is huge. where your community group comes in. If that people are looking, someone's like, well, I know somebody here, and I've talked to this person, and you can try this person because you've got that. You know, you don't just have the modules. You also have all the yeah. one-on-ones that I think you encourage yeah. people to do on a regular basis. Is that right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Don't sit there being stuck and um, and being confused or they say, oh, I'm, what's the word? Overwhelmed. Or I don't like that word at all because uh, I think it's like so emotionally loaded. Mm-hmm. You're stuck. You're just stuck. You don't know what to do. Ask what you ask the question. You're just yeah. stuck. Stop saying you're overwhelmed. You're disorganized. That's all. <laughs> you don't have clarity. You don't have a plan. You're not overwhelmed. Yeah. You just need a plan. Yeah. You need some clarity. And so we say, don't sit there and overwhelm. Just book a call. Let's get you sorted. Whatever the whatever the problem is, it trust me, it's not flipping unique.
0: Yeah, well, I, like I said, I will be rejoining and I'm really looking forward to do to it because the month that I did was August. <laughs> so I didn't yeah, get that. to talk to anybody. <laughs> I know. Well, I could have done Adam, but um, I, I don't know. I think I also felt I'm like, oh, I can't make a one on one call when it's my free month. I've got to do it when it's the paid month, because that's only fair. Again, me and money. Hey, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. You're in there. You've completed your foundation content. Boom. Yeah. Let's go yeah so, so yeah you so,
0: know what no go on
2: yeah that that one thing about the the hating money that's yeah. an e- quite an easy thing to undo yeah because one you just have to do is say will i change somebody's life will do i have skills that change people's lives do i give great value great service then you are allowed to charge for that if you don't change people's lives, if you do not give great service, if you're not going to you make a transformation at any level, then sit down. <laughs> mm. Sit down. You're not allowed to charge. But when you know that you do great work, you're allowed to charge. I should tell you why. Because you too, in order for you to sustain doing what you're doing, you need to fund that and you also want to be able to building to build a life where you are um you have a certain quality of living how you know i'm just before my 50th birthday trust me there are many things that are, you know are non-negotiables with me you know it's like you know i'm you know that uh, a level of hotel if I'm staying somewhere. It's a, you know, and it's just like an age appropriateness that needs to be funded in just like the way that I live and and, and the quality of my life. I give good good service and I I deserve to be paid for that.
0: Yeah, and you need to fund your beautiful shoes, so.
2: (laughs) Do you know what? It's really funny that I think that's, I'm on the way out there, man, because. What do you mean? Yeah. Because where I live now, I live I live on a farm um, and, and, you know, I spend a lot of time in Wellington's, you know, Wellington boots. It's just like, so it's only these odd occasions where I get to wear the shoes. But not only that, I spend a lot of time now in bare feet. Yeah. And when I go to put shoes on, it just feels like, oh, it feels so restrictive. I'm gutted. What size want- are you? I'm a size four. Does anybody want to buy my shoe collection? Oh, I was like,
0: I'll take them off your hands, but I think I'm like a, what, 37? What's the... Um... Oh, yeah, that's a four. That's a four. <gasps> Jenny, I can have your shoes. I need to wear them to work. So really, I'll take them off your hand next time I'm traveling okay. somewhere. Um, is there anything specific you wanted to tell people kind of about the business course or just about business in general?
2: I am so interested in how it works there's a level of kind of like oh how does that work and you know I mean I'm inquisitive I'm interested in the mechanism of of, of creation creation Mm. having thought creating an offering creating a solution and then getting that out there to people I'm interested in the process and so I think when, again, you change your mind from, oh, I'm just marketing, I'm just selling, I'm just putting stuff on Facebook and say, hey, buy my chisel buy my chisel When you really kind of then literally go science on the, the thing of create, having a thought, hmm. creating a tangible thing, structuring it, getting organized, uh, creating systems in a business delegating freeing yourself to do to stay more in your zone of genius etc etc when you kind of see it as you know i love it i i think uh, of it as quite a a beautiful process and i I don't know whether a lot of people do think of like the you know there's a beauty in business but i do i think Blimey, that's interesting. And if you do this and you do this and you do this and you, oh, my gosh, then this happens. Hmm. It, I, it's, for me, it's mind blowing. And as well, you know, I was born in 1969. You know, the whole concept of this digital life, it, for me, it's mind blowing. So I think if you go to this with a level of being inquisitive and with a childlike kind of interest in it, and take the heat out of it as marketing, as selling, duh, 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 you know, hmm. you will sit in a bit better place. And yeah. that we have incredible skills that change people's life. It's not, it's not like we're selling, I don't know, I don't know, shoe polish or something. we our skill set can transform somebody's life.
1: Hmm.
2: Oh my gosh. So why aren't we interested in getting this information out to as many people as possible? Yeah, I can change your life. I can change your life. Oh my god! I want I want everybody to know I can change their life.
0: Yeah. Well, you can change our lives, and then we can change other people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: you, I can ch- you know, I can, yeah. I can help yeah. you get over that money thing, you know. Yeah. And so. Uh, You know, I can help you with your diastasis. I can help you with your scar tissue. Holy crap. I want to tell the world how I can help them. But you know what as well? um, There's also getting excited about the, the creative process. That has always been my thing, you know, to create. Now, then the creative process. So, you know, I like to make stuff. So this creative process was then very much about, now, how do I get this to people? So instead of it being, I want to sell 2,000 of these, it was like, what's the process by by which you go along the continuum of having that thought, then making a physical thing, and then marketing a thing, so it gets out to people for whom you've created it. And that's it. So, for me, it is very much about I make stuff that helps people. Mm. And I love the making. Yeah. And then the selling and the marketing is just part of the making process.
0: Yeah.
2: So, I don't kind of have that thing of, oh, now I'm going to push my rubbish nonsense on people. It's just like, wait, mate, you do this You'll stop it yourself, all right. So my thought is right. It's all packaged up. It's all good. Now, how do I get it to the people who pay themselves? That's it.
0: It's so simplified. Yeah, and and less less heat. Yeah. I'm not I'm not selling I'm
2: not selling rubbish. So I shouldn't have any fear of telling everybody about what I'm doing. I'm not selling rubbish. Yeah. And there's plenty of people who are selling rubbish, aren't they?
0: Yeah, well, and that's where another thing where when I'll join the business group and we have chats is there's a lot of us and myself included that we know we're not selling rubbish, but I don't think we give ourselves enough credit about how good we are Um, because, you know, you don't want other people to think that you're, you know, high, you know, like that you think too much (laughs) of yourself. Yeah. That's what I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is like a barrier and stuff too. But, oh, we'll chat about that when I'm back. (laughs) Yes, (laughs)
2: but you know what if you to have a live comments about you you it's not an it's not a very interesting life so i think it's better for you to just do what you were going to do anyway people will talk anyway and um we do have the capacity to block and silence people on facebook don't we
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I guess I, yeah, see, I don't do a lot with Facebook, but I have it. That's why I was going through your list. I'm like, well, I don't, why do I need that? I don't want to use that. But yeah, again, it's all part of the package. No, I love how passionate you are, um, which is very motivating. And I am the type of person who likes to have that. Okay, do this, 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 and then... I'll do it yeah. because you know yeah. you told me to do it um, what's the best way for people to to find you I'll put the link to this course in the show notes um, yes. but do you do you generally just send people to your web page for them to have a look at kind of everything that you're doing and they can contact you from
1: there
2: yeah just the um education dot com dot com
1: thanks for listening everyone don't forget to check out my mum and i on instagram at pelvic quad on twitter at laura fauna and also please subscribe rate and review the podcast also one more quick thing don't forget to check out me eliana fauna on instagram and twitter about jojo i'm your host eliana fauna if you got and i hope you had a great time listening to the pelvic health podcast peace out bye